Welcome. This week we're going to learn Pasha's Bechukaisai. So uh, the Pasha starts in Bechukaisai Telechu, Ves Mitzvaisai Tishmiru, Tishmiru, Vasisa Moisam, then to be Vesatikishmecha Beitav, Dasar Sevula, everything would be really, really good. So what does this mean in Bechukaisai Telechu? So Rashi says, I would think maybe it means that you do mitzvahs. You Bukhaisa uh, means the mitzvahs. So uh but Rashi says no, but it says Ves Mitzvaisai Tishmaru. So what is Bukhaisa Tilechu? Mani Mikaimim Bukhaisa Tilechu, Shatiu Amelim Bitoira. If you are Haravan learning, you are Amal Taira, you work hard in Taira, then you'll get all these brachas. And then, on the other hand, Vimloisishmuli, if you're not going to listen to me, Vimloisasukol Mitzvah, you won't do the Mitzvahs, then, Loyalenu Atechacha. So Rashi says, Vimloisishmuli, you won't listen to me, Lias Amelim Betoira. You won't listen to me means you will not be Amal Betoira. Vimloisasu, if you don't learn, you won't do. So, you have to understand, I don't know if I'm going to say, but you have to understand. What does it mean? What does that have to do with Amelis Betoira? If you're not Amul Betoira, okay, so you're not Amul Betoira, so you have, you know, you're, you're an Erlich and you and you do mitzvahs, and you give tzedakah, and you're nice to your wife, and you're nice to your children, you know, I mean, why do you have to be Yomel B'Tayra? You have to sit in Harva on, on learning, on Tayra. What does that mean? Do you have to be Yomel B'Tayra? If you're not Yomel B'Tayra, so then, then, then all these clawless. And also, Rashi says, If you won't learn, you won't do. Why is that? Why not? Because you won't know what to do. So, you ask the Rav, you ask the Rabbi, the Rabbi will tell you what to do. Get up, make a drush. So you have to do this, you have to do that, you know, and you know what to do. Why do you have to learn in order to do? And why do you have to be Amul Betaira? That's saying like Tilmudu. Why do you have to be Amul Betaira? You have to harve, work hard. What does that mean? I think the Pshat's like this. It's Yudua, it says in many Svarim, that a person has to be a Hailach. A person has to be always steiging always progressing. If you don't progress, you will regress. There's no such thing as perfect equilibrium where you reach a plateau and you stay in that plateau and you don't go up and you don't go down. If you're on, if you're on a plateau, gravity will pull you down. You will go down. The only way to avoid going down is to constantly be climbing, going up and up and up. That's what a person has to be. A person has to be heilach, and then you could then then you'll be all right. But if you're a yeshiv, if you stay in one place, don't do anything, you're gonna go down. So, how is a person a hoylech, a yid? How is he a hoylech? How does he progress? How does he how does he become better? How does he grow? How does he steig? So, if you do all the mitzvahs, you do all the mitzvahs, and you do everything, and and you do everything right, you do all the halachas. How do you steig? How do you become better? 
How do you become, how do you grow? Why isn't that a plateau? A person who's, uh, you know, he knows what he's supposed to do, he does it, and he lives his life. Why isn't that a plateau? Then he will eventually, I mean, he's going to end up slipping backwards. What does a person do when a per to constantly keep, keep going forward? So, to go forward, especially according to the Rambam says, that the avoid of a person is Yidiyas Hashem, the Rambam and the Meir says, everything, and the Mishmayna Prokim, that everything is Yidiyas Hashem. So a person should constantly come closer to Rabbeinu Shloilam by gaining in Yidiyas Hashem. That's how a person comes closer. Um, you don't come closer by shuckling harder. That doesn't make you come closer. By doing mitzvahs, how do you come closer in mitzvahs? The way you come closer in mitzvahs is by getting more insight into the mitzvah, by understanding it better. So understanding it better is Torah. That is Torah. If you understand better what the, what's involved in the mitzvah, what's the reason, what are the nyanim, if you, if you learn more about the mitzvah, that is Torah. So the way to come closer to Rabbi Nishleilam is just amelus b'tayra. If a, it doesn't mean you should sit like in a koilul and learn learn sugiyas. It doesn't mean that. It means you should reach for more than you're accustomed to. If you're used to learning chumash, then work on learning a little mishnayis. If you're mishnayis, then try the gemara. If you're used to gemara, look in the toisvus. You should always look to add in your learning. And when you're adding in your learning, every bit of your learning is, uh, is an addition to your Yediyas Hashem. So every time you learn, if you're learning something which is more than you used to, that means you're gaining in Yediyas Hashem, that means you're coming closer to Rabbi Nishleilam, and if you're coming closer to Rabbi Nishleilam, then you're not going to slip back and start doing Averis. But if you don't do that, then you're not humble b'toyra. If you know every day I learn, uh, I learn even a person learns dafiyami, right? A person learns dafiyami. So every day he learns dafiyami, it takes a certain time, an hour, and, and he learns dafiyami, and that's it. And he's doing this for years and years, and th then he's learning taka, and it takes time and effort. But is it amelus b'toyra? Is it? It's, he, he gets a comfort zone in that. He could learn the Dafiyami, so he gets a comfort zone. But is he pushing beyond his comfort zone? Is he trying to learn something which he doesn't know? Or maybe maybe every... I don't know if that's right to say that about Dafiyami. I'm just trying to say that, that even when you're learning, if your learning is not challenging to you, then you're not growing in it. If your learning is just, you know, okay, so this is it, then you're not growing. You have to take, look, take on challenges. And if you take on challenges, then you're always coming closer to Rabbi Shleilam. You're learning things that you didn't know before, that you had no shaykhs to before. Before, maybe you, you, you couldn't learn a taisfis. And now you're coming to a point where you could learn a taisfis and understand it. You come to a point where you could learn kivager and understand it. So when you take on things that were challenging to you and you master them, that is called moving closer to Rabbi That is not just spinning your wheels. That is called moving closer to Rabbi So every person on his Madrega has to know what, what, where he is and what are the challenges. But the idea by Melis is that you always have to work on challenges. And where the challenges are found are in the Torah. In mitzvahs, there's, no, there's really no challenges. You do the mitzvah, you're kind of mitzvah. You don't do it, 
not Mekayim Mitzvah. But where the challenges, the challenges are in your understanding of the Mitzvah, in your Havana of the Mitzvah, of your insights into the Mitzvah. That is all part of Amelis B'Torah. So what Rashi says, that Mishalayitilmadulayisasu doesn't mean because you won't know what to do. If you're not learning, meaning if you're learning with Amelis B'Torah, then the result of that is going to be that you're not going to go up, and then you're going to go down, and you're not going to do the mitzvahs. That's what I think is shot over here. Now, so in the Torah, so the Bon Shalom says, I will scatter you among the nations, and all these horrible things. Then the land will have the Shemitah for all the years which you didn't do Shemitah. So all the years you do Shemitah. So now the, now the land will lie fallow. Till now you weren't So the truth is that up until this point we have no mention of Shemitah in the in the Taicha. No mention of Shemitah in the beginning of the Parsha. It just says that Amel is Betairah. It just says a male's betayra. Um, doesn't mention shmita, so all of a sudden we mention shmita. How does shmita come in here? So I think maybe you could say that we spoke about this last week in Pasha's Bahar, that the whole Indian of shmita is betochen, that a person has to have betochen. A male's a person is omel, a person is omel in the things that are important to him. Um, it says in the Haggadah, that our, our struggles, what are the struggles? These are children. Because to, children are important to people, and raising the children is a struggle, and that's called their amaleinu. So everything that you do, your struggle is defined by what's important to you. So, if you are Amul B'Torah, that means that the Torah is important to you, and that's where you struggle. A person who is Amul B'Torah has B'Tochen, and he's not Amul in his work so much. The work he has B'Tochen. He has B'Tochen, Rebansham will, will give you food. The reason why a person doesn't keep Shemitah is because he's completely absorbed into his Parnassah, into his making money, and therefore, he doesn't, he doesn't have betochen. He thinks it's all coming from his work. And he has to he work harder and harder and harder because that's where he is. That's what's important to him. That's what's critical to him. So therefore, he cannot keep Shemitah. He's like, what do you mean? A whole year, I can make so much money. And I can this, and even have more, but I need more. There's always, there's not, never enough. And you know, so, so Shemitah is the... the the uh, casualty of somebody that is not Omul Batayra. A person who is Omul Batayra has Batachin and therefore he will keep Shemitah. I just want to conclude with a, with a, uh, a word here. At the end of the Pasha, we have the Pasha of Erechen, or if you want to be Medagdik, Arochen. But this is by the Erech. So, so the, there's two things. You, a person says, Dome my, 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 my money, my, my value. Then you, you would do a shuma. you figure how much would he 
sell for in the market if he was a slave, and that gives you an idea of what his value is. A person says, Erkioli, so then there's a fixed rate. A person says, Erkioli, then it's like, um, then a male is Hamishim Shekel, for a woman it's 30 Shekel, there's a fixed rate. That's the Erech. Now it says like this, It'll be, be 50 shekel. So Rashi says this word, Erkecha. Erkecha k'moi Erech. Erkecha is really Erech. The Kefil hachofin lo yadati mezaloshno. We have, it's Erkecha. Erkecha, there's a second chaf. There's a chaf and an end of chaf. Erkecha. Why is there a second chaf? So, first of all, in the whole Torah, in the whole Russian Kodesh, you know, when it says cha, an end of with a comet, at the end of a word, it's the possessive. It's like, um, it's like shelcha. Artsacha, ha'aretz shelcha. It's a possessive, it's a, uh, it's a suffix that indicates possession of the second person singular. Artsacha, that belongs to you. That's what cha means. It's a contraction of shelcha. Ha'aretz shelcha is artsacha. Erkecha is not a contraction of shalacha. It doesn't mean erech shalacha. And, uh, and you see in the Psukim, later it says like this. So erkecha is a word. The end of the end of is part of the word. It's part of the body of the word. It's erkecha. It's like, in the, and uh, you see this from the Psukim. Arashi says, why is there, why is it this way? It's the same as Erech. It means the same. So I'd like to suggest maybe a reason for this. You see, you don't find any other word like this. Tolteri, you don't find another word where the end of or the comets is part of the word itself, rather than being a suffix. You know, we find, we find that if you, if you kill somebody's Eved, then you have to pay. You're a mazik, you have to pay. But the Allah is, the Pasuk says, you pay shleishim. There's a fixed price that you pay. You don't pay, you don't take the evidence and figure out how much is he worth. There's a fixed price. You pay shleishim shal Eved. pay 30 shekel. Now, why do you pay 30 shekel? It's, 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 you're paying uh, nezek, you're paying for being mazik. But any time you have a fixed price, that's a knas. That's you see in the Gemara, that's a knas. That means whether the evidence is worth less, whether it's worth more, the Torah says it should be shleishim, and then that's a knas, and that's a din of knas, why the knas is potter, shleishim shal evet is a knas. But it's, but it's masik. It's like chatzin uh, nezek of a sharetam is a knas, but, it, but it's tashlumei nezek. So over here you're paying nezek, you're being mazikim as evet, and, and the Torah gives you a fixed price, a fixed, 30, that's how we figure, instead of bothering to go see the Evid, how much worth, how much worth, we do a, a fixed price. Over here I think it's different, Erech. Erech means your, your value, what you are. So a person, 
if he's if he's a big and strong person, he's worth a lot. If he's a weak person, he's worth uh, much less. If a person is in a wheelchair, if and you're going to sell him in the market, you're not going to get very much. So the price is a little fluctuates based on the condition of the person. But what's saying over here when you say and you're giving an erech, the person himself, that was disregard what what he's capable of doing. The person himself has an erech. Every person has an erech. You're a you're a chilkel kamemal. You're a neshama. You're a human being. You have an erech. Now, if it comes to selling you in a market, then of course you're big and strong. You're very brawny with big fat arms. Then uh, then you'll get you, the the market will pay more. Otherwise, maybe the market will pay less. But every person has an intrinsic value which doesn't relate. To what to what he is and what he can do, it relates to his essence, what he is. So that essence, that's the erech, and the Torah gives a number for that erech. Now we're all equal; all of us are equal. Every person is a human being. He's smarter, he's less smart. Stronger, he's less strong. All of this, all that, does not affect your intrinsic value. Your value is always the same because you're a chelka kamimal, because you're in the shama. Then and you have certain mitzvahs, certain obligations. A, a man has more obligations, a, a woman has fewer obligations. So therefore, the, the erech is different, but it's, it's everybody, it's, it's the intrinsic value of a person which is equal by everybody. So this has nothing to do with what you sell them in the market. So I think that, and, and so this is different from Shloshim Shalevet. Shloshim Shalevet means that I'm paying for the damage that I caused you because, because he's not going to be able to work. So instead of figuring out, sometimes more, sometimes less, Torah puts a high value on it, Shloshim, and then that's it, and you pay that, that's a knas. So it's a flat, flat rate. So we're just evening out all the fluctuations. The 50 that you give, for erchen, for, for the erech, is not, is not an evening out of fluctuation. It's an exact value, because why is it 50? I don't know. But the point is that it's an exact value. It was by Nevin. Really, your hezek is different. You mazek a small evet, a big evet, an old evet, a young evet. Your hezek is different. So, so really, you should pay different. Tariff says, we'll make, we'll make a flat rate. Over here, it's it's not a f- evening out the fluctuation. Here, this is your true value, th- if, if it's expressed in in money, because your true value doesn't doesn't depend on what you can do, what you cannot do, and it doesn't depend on who you are, or what you are, or where you came from, or who your father is, and how much yichas you have, or how much money you have in the bank. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do because you're and in that everybody is equal, and we want to put a number on that. So the Torah puts a number on that, fifty shekel. That's the number, but it's really this is what your essence is worth. So maybe the Torah borrows the the endachaf from the possessive and says, Erkecha, this is your value. This is the value of what you are. It, this this case, it's not a possessive, but it's 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 alluding to the possessive. It's telling you this is an erech, not just shutting up something. This is identifying what you are. And this is what you are. You are a chel kamimal, you're a neshama, and you're equal to everybody else. And the value of that, the Torah places the value of that, is 50 shekel.
Chazak, chazak, v'nis chazak. Hopefully, we'll see you again next week and start Sefer Ba'amid Bar. Thank you very much.